Welcome. Welcome. Biggest game of the regular season? Besides the grand final. Here it is. Oh, well, the grand final's not in the regular season. <laughs> 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 He's up to a play. Oh, 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 seriously, like, it is, it is the... It is the... Yes. Marquee game the of the year, for sure. Of the season. No matter, That's why I've broken it up. It's probably... No matter where the teams are on the ladder. 100%. Cracker. Best. And the thing that puts it up against the grand final is it has the exact same energy with the build-up, the Anzac Day build-up, and obviously the two probably biggest clubs in, in, the, in the land. Um, and they're all Collingwood and Essendon supporters at the game. Yeah. You, know, you obviously get the... You know, probably a few thousand of mix-ins who just want to go, but it's nine. It's going to be ninety-five thousand on Tuesday. Same crowd as, an, as a grand final. It's the exact same size as a grand final, mm. if if not matching. You know, it'll it'll match the grand final, especially this year. I'll tell you what, this will be the biggest one since we've been alive. Facts, facts, and it only started when we got alive, so that's even more funny. But this game. People always talk about it's a little thing I want to get off my chest. People always talk about they're going like, oh, it takes away from the day. It fucking it makes people realize about the day. So yeah. many people wouldn't actually go to the dawn service or watch the footy because of the um, what do you call it? They have the last post and that before it. And I think the clubs and the AFL and the broadcasters do a real good job of actually talking about it and keeping. They the Anzac. Yeah. The Anzac. It's yeah. more than enough emphasis on the day. Hundred percent. When you're watching, but the that's game. what I'm saying. Like they don't. Take it away from it at all. No. It's like a great tribute, um, and we all look forward to it. All Hats the time. off to Kevin Sheedy for yeah. organising it back in the day. It's yeah. the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, I can't percent agree. And he's done a lot of good things for footy. Yeah, but it is the best thing that he has done for football. And it draws yeah. it out across the whole day as well because all of that stuff they do in the morning. The that's fantastic. all the morning, and then the yeah, whole thing afternoon. Is yeah, just fantastic. It's well. a great I wonder day. if do you do you reckon the players go to the dawn service? Yes, they do. The captains do on pressure. Yeah, uh, they yeah. do. It's a, it's an early wake up, but it's okay. very it's very um, deserving, of course. Yeah. Um, the first game in 1995 was a draw between both the yeah. sides, yeah. which was quite interesting. Yeah. Just change my question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one question from the quiz. Okay. Yeah, we're down to nine questions, but um, yeah, there's obviously been some great Anzac Day medalists who I'm not going to name them because I know that's going to be some of the more questions along the way. Some big moments that we've had. We've had the Zarakas goal, of course, which yep. Essendon fans have got nothing to hang on to. We've also got uh, Jared Blair kicking that winning goal at the end. We've had Dane Swan do the old point at the chest. The game, I mean, you, kick, you know, you kicked that. It wasn't even that. I don't even know how to call it a check side. It just sort of just went oh, through. It was a float. It was a float. <laughs> went through. Great moment. Um, I don't, last year. Yes. Was that, was that, was no, it wasn't. It wasn't Anzac Day. Yeah. But, yeah, we've had that as well. We've also had um, Scott Pendlebury. has been an enormous Anzac Day player. James Hurd's been an enormous Anzac Day player. Um, our man who we had first ever guest interviewed, Damien Cupido, had a massive game on Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other things that come to your mind in terms of Anzac Day, in terms of huge moments? Has anyone been to one? Yeah, I've, I've been to the last four. I've, I've been, been to one. I've never been to one. Oh, so okay. I'd never been to one and I just went and I went, oh, I can't miss this. Yeah. Um, Got to go once. But, yeah, been some great games over the last couple of years. Oh, it's the only one of those games I hate watching with people. Yeah. Like, I'll, oh, I agree. Agree. I'd be Ren Collingwood supporters. I would rather mm. watch a grand final with other people. Really? Like, I, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird because, I don't know, I have this thing, like I hate getting beaten by Essendon 
like Carlton, especially on Anzac Day as well. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's it's, it's way more than four points. It and, is. It's huge. And both teams turn up on the day as well, no matter where they are on the ladder. And like yeah. this game especially because, like, there probably has been a time where both teams have been top four when we've played. Probably, maybe not, but this game's almost worth eight points at the moment. Whoever mm-hmm. wins this, you know, you almost feel like whoever loses this may stall a little bit. And whoever wins this is going to be propelled massively. I think Essendon a little bit more so, but yes. Maybe, yeah. But to be honest, Colling, Colling has always had the wood over us um, on Anzac Day. Um, I don't know the statistics and I'm not cutting into it, Hixie, but they've been very dominant probably over the last, well, I don't know, decade or so, mm-hmm. I'd say. It will be interesting with both teams having some big yeah, ass. But, yep. but like Thorny touched on. Touch on. Touch, touch on. on. This is massive. Both sides are four and one. Um, I feel like it's the biggest, it's going to be the biggest build up to a game. And the fact that it's on a Tuesday too, it's like that little bit of an extra weight. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Got to wait for it. So we're building it up here. Oh, yeah. Need, I'll tell need, you need what. Some, need some music in the background. Anzac Day. <laughs> Collingwood versus Essendon. <laughs> it doesn't get any bigger than this. I'm in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Embleberry. Uh, but, shit. all right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, um, Thorny come up with a great idea. We're going to do a bit of a breakdown over both sides. Um, I don't know how far we're going to go back, whether it's the start of the season or however we do it. Let's just roll with the tongue and see why Collingwood is going to win on Anzac Day to start off with. I think uh, Collingwood are going to – I think why Collingwood will win on Anzac Day, um, you know, we've probably seen it the last – sort of 30 games that Collingwood have played. They bring the pressure as well as now as they've got the composure. Um, so they bring the pressure on the defensive end and they have the composure when they've when they've got the footy. And I think the Anzac Day medalist, Nick Dacos, is going to have a lot to say. Um, the and, past winner is he? I can't remember. And, <laughs> hey. He ain't winning it. But anyway, uh, continue. Fair enough, champ. <laughs> um, Here we go. It's, yeah, I don't know what, what you guys think or anything like that, but... Obviously, Essendon are going to have have the Ruck duo, um, and just quickly going on why I think Essendon will win is if Essendon can capitalise on the centre clearance game, they will beat Collingwood, and that's it's as simple as that. They just yeah. need to win. They need to get their uh, hands on the ball first. Um, you know, I think, and I think they just need to give their forwards enough chances to kick a score against Collingwood because I think we both um, we we know that. Uh, Collingwood's defense is very strong. Essendon's is also strong, but I think Collingwood's forward line is a little bit more potent than what Essendon's forward line is. So I think it's going to be obviously won and lost in the midfield. If Parrish has a massive day, um, Shield, um, I'm not sure who else is probably is, is Hobbs going to come in. I think Hobbs comes in, but he might go to that sort of half forward flank yeah. role. So it really just depends. Maybe McGrath might run through there or something like that. It's going to do not put him in there, boys. <laughs> Who else is going to run oh, through? That, that's what I was going to say. McGrath has been a revelation at halfback. We all criticise him, including myself, for his disposal and the way that he was seeing it. Um, but the fact that they've put him back to halfback, his kicking efficiency has been a lot better. He's actually he's just not putting on the boot at the packer. You know when he panics at a contest and he just sort of throws it on the boot. He's like penetration through the kick and the Angles he's cutting off a halfback have been excellent. So um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of thing. Don't sort of rob Peter to pay Paul and put him in the middle. Um, keep him there. But I think in terms of the player that could come in there, there is talk that Stringer could, but 
Um, with our he's not going to be able with to our deplete with our depleted forward line. I don't think we do that. Um, same with Langford, keep him up there. Yep. There's a chance for Perkins to go in there. Yeah. Nick Martin to yep. potentially go in there as well. Um, and we do have a surplus of players that probably could run through there at stages. So um, obviously, really looking forward to it. But um, back to what you were saying before about Collingwood, who are the midfielders? Obviously, um, we've got Merritt out. Got a one match suspension. You've got Adams out one match suspension. Yeah, the thing that is one. massive for you is Dugowie should be back Dugowie's in. Dugowie's back in. He yeah. is 100% mm-hmm. back in. Um, I think Dugowie and Mitchell work very well in tandem, whereas Mitchell is in and under. Dugowie is more of a bull type. He'll go and get it and try and break a few tackles sort of thing. Scott Pendlebury is having a career season as well. He's... I think he's one of only. It's crazy to say. Only one of a few <laughs> players who's got the 100 for Supercoach every round so yeah. far. There's only like four left. Um, so, you know, you've got you've probably got those three guys who are going to do a lot of the work. Um, and then who else comes in? Obviously, you, you would have said Taylor Adams. Um, but I think I think maybe even like Josh Dacos might get a bit of a run in there. Um, Nick Dacos will probably run through there a little bit as well. But Crisp. Uh, Crisp will, yeah, Crisp yeah. will go through. Um so yeah, it's just going to bring in as well. It's right, mm-hmm. and, and I really don't know who we're going to bring in. Do you bring, do you bring in McRae? I think Finn, McRae, Finn McRae. I think Finn McRae is probably leading the way. Um, Trey Rusco, but he's not a midfielder. But the thing is with like Rusco and, and Bianco, they've been tried a lot mm. more than McRae, yeah. and I think McRae shows a bit more promise than what those two do. Again, Kevin Sheedy said, Anzac Day is like playing an extra eight games in a season, like compared to playing. I don't know, GWS up there. Playing on Anzac Day is like playing on a phone and getting yourself ready. Yeah. It's no better time to actually test some either yeah. debuts or yeah. whoever it may be. Well, so. Like when Mason Cox years ago. Yeah. And he yep. kicked yeah. his first goal and he I think he kicked a couple or something like that. You know, it's just you just never know who's gonna turn up. Paul mm-hmm. Seisman winning the Anzac Day medal. Andy yeah. Lovett did it as Andy well. Andy Lovett, like you just Mark McGough. <laughs> in the, the yeah. man who doesn't He's, own an umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cox kicked five, one of them. No, nah, that was in for Richmond. But he did have a big he game. Might have, he might have. No, I could be wrong. He might have. five and Anzac Day, didn't he? Google that shit, boy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think the most important player this week for Essendon is going to be Sam Draper coming off of last week. If he can kick two or three goals in this game, it'll go a very, very, very long way for Essendon to win this game. I don't see... You know, Harry Jones, I see Langford will probably kick a couple. Uh, Stringer will probably kick a couple. Um, then you've, you know, you've got you've you've got to find some goals. Caldwell will probably bob up as well. He's been playing along there. Wiedemann is apparently in. Yeah. So he's a big he's a big one. Will Snelling's been in reasonable touch as well. He's been he's, he's a been very good defensive player. Nick Martin's going to have to kick a couple. Like there's just, you know, Hind kicked two last week. I don't know how that's a bit of an outlier for him. Agreed. More of a defensive forward. Durham, you know, there's a lot of blokes through that list. Even um, Mason Redman is, he's a very attacking half backer. So it's easy can raise a footy too. Can. So there, there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of names I reckon from both teams this week going into it that are going to be up on the board to say do not let this bloke get free. Yeah, do he, not let this bloke get in front of the ball because oh, it's gonna he's gonna hurt us. Absolutely. So, um, from a Collingwood perspective, who is the bloke? Um, and I'm not going into Anzac Day medal territory yet. We'll get to that later. 
But who's a bloke that you think can either, you know, sort of break the lines or have that game where he takes it up that 5 10%, which we talked about in the other episode, that you think that could be an advantage in a uh, position V position on their opposition player? I reckon Dugowie for me. Yeah. 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 Through the midfield. He can have a huge game, kick a couple of goals. Um, he's a spark that we need in games. He can rip it apart if it's close. Going into the last quarter, he can really turn it on. Yep. I feel you? like I've got a couple. I've got Josh Dacos. So I think he goes under the radar a little bit due to the fact his brother is absolutely dominating as well. Yeah. But Josh Dacos is racking up. They had like 72 possessions or he something. He had 30 like. last week. Yeah. yeah. But he can bob up like 25 and two goals. Um, and I've got a bit, of a, a bit of a left field one, Bobby Hill. Yeah. yeah, he is playing unbelievably yeah. good football. Um, I don't think he's enjoying many his footy. People, I yeah, I don't think many people touted him to be, or didn't think he was going to be near as good as he has been. And he has been, a, no, I wouldn't say a revelation, but he has gone up a level from where he was at GWS. That's for sure. And I, I think you're right. I think he's in. He probably saw his footy at GWS, thinking, "Oh fuck, this isn't really going anywhere in a way." And he's come to the Collingwood, a good system, teams like a good team. And he's going, shit, this is great. Um, enjoying my game. Enjoying my, yeah. enjoying my game. I'm happy to be in. I'll, I'll give it 110% every week. So it's – I don't know. I might as well just keep going. I'll give you my take on where I think the game – I think – who I think will win. Obviously, I think Collingwood would win. But I think Essendon can win by exposing us not having any tools. And I think, obviously, he's did that last week with Draper and Phillips, kicking five goals between them. We're lacking depth – are lacking uh, height in the back line. I think that's going to be a huge, whether these forwards push forward, uh, these rucks push forward again. To counteract that, though, we don't have big forwards either. You I know got that. Wiedemann if he comes in and then maybe Stringer and Langford as you of sort of the role that um, – I know that. What do you call it he's playing for you guys? Um, my check. They sort of play that very similar role. But that, that's, on, that's on your ruckman pushing forward. Like yeah, they did that last right. week. Yeah, 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 correct. They did that last week and it worked. Yeah. And it's whether they want to do it again. I mean – Collingwood maybe bring in um, Nathan Kruger. Whether he plays Ruck, I'm not sure. But it makes sense to play him in the Ruck and then put Frampton back. Frampton was is, actually good in the Ruck last week. Is and I don't Kruger think, a genuine Ruckman or is he just a villain at this stage? He's a six foot four who can jump over a house. Sort yeah. Of like. Yeah. Not okay. A big, thick kind of. He's, he can just jump. He can, yeah. Mason Cox said he can play nearly anywhere on the ground. Mm. Yeah. But he's yet to show. Much. He's really. shown a couple of glimpses when yeah. he, before he got injured the first yeah. time. I yeah. think he had a game where he kicked three or four. Yeah. Um, he's taken some big pack marks and things like that, but it's just consistency getting him yeah. on the field. But, yeah. yeah. I think Frampton was uh, – he was actually really good in the ruck last week, like the actual ruck contests. He, what is he? He's like 200 centimetres. So he's not small. Going up against Marshall, who's an yeah. now a now good ruckman. ruckman. Yeah. He had five less hit outs. Yeah. So um, – but the thing is I don't think – he plays Ruck if we bring in Kruger and he goes back with the loss of Murphy. Murphy's a massive loss. Yeah. Huge yeah. loss. Great inset marker, lockdown defender. So um, you you boys and Collingwood Sports in particular are a big fan of him. Yep. It's one of those things where you, he's not a massive disposal getter, no, but it's one of those things, Murphy. Oh, yeah. But he's one of those players that you just go like, again, he wins team. that one-on-one, oh, does yeah. the right thing and does all that. Um, and I've copped a bit one. of flack from you boys over time, but Jai Caldwell – has done the same thing for Essendon. And if you listen to a few other people, like Nathan Buckley's even spoken about, he only gets in your mid-teens disposals, but 90% of them are contested 
and he wins those one-on-ones and he just hasn't been able to fight his way into the midfield. And again, he could be that other one that brings into the midfield and has a big game as well. But continue on with what you were saying. I I do think Lamb's right. It'll be one out of the midfield. Um, And going off last week, Collingwood not having a ruck and still doing pretty well in the midfield, getting the clearances and getting plenty of taps still. I think we'll go all right. Merritt's a huge out for Essendon. Merritt is a massive out compared to Adams. Adams brings contested ball. I'll go in and get it head first. No worries. Yep, all the time. Terrible disposal. Terrible disposal. Whereas Merritt... Is good kid. He's, yeah. he's a bit inside of both. fifty, yeah. sort of, and he's sort of that kick. composure as yeah. well. Yeah. Beautiful kick. Him and Parrish just link up flat out and get it out of there all the time. So it's going to be interesting to see whether Parrish and Shield can do that, and whoever else comes in that that little missing link. Um, but yeah, it's going to be one in the midfield, and but yeah, I can see Essendon dominating with their ruckman. Whether they, I don't know whether they play them both on the field at the same time. Did they do that? Yeah, yeah. So what they so, did, so what they did with Grundy, is basically Phillips. I think was predominantly rucking, um, and he's a very fit bloke for his age, mm. dude. He just runs all day, smothering Stephen May was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, but it was awesome. But what they were basically doing was um, at stages, and they were chopping it up as well to mix it up. Do the ruck tap, whoever was in it, for example. One would go forward, one would go sort of, and just follow the ball around for the contested. So then Grundy's sort of standing there going, I'm a fit bastard and one of the best ruckmen in the game, but who am I going to here? It's hard to look after two. Yeah, it's hard to look after two. And then at that stage, Stephen May's like, well, I'm supposed to be playing deep here. And then it's just that sort of confusion. And I think Craig McRae and Justin Lepich and that, they'll have a a plan. Do you think they um, tag Dacos, Nick Dacos? Yeah. with Adams out, it's very it's very hard to. I I still think you play in the back flank, and I think you guys probably do. I don't think you play Redmond on him because Redmond does his own nah, game. Yeah. So yeah, Redmond does that sort of if he's style. Worrying too much at, uh, if he's worrying about Nick Dacos, he yeah. won't have an impact. Yeah, you lose your run. So, yeah. happy with that. Yeah. So this is a bit of a left field one, but I was not a big fan of this bloke. But this year he's had a really good year. Jake Kelly could actually go to him because yeah. he they he's nicknamed the ball. He's a hard and tough player, but whether or not he can, he can run with the capacity of Dacos, I don't know. Do you um, reckon they'll be physical to Dacos at the start? Like if you if you were a – who's got big body like players, so. just run up and I'd like to th- bump early? I'd like to think here. so, but – Who would be that guy? Oh, you'd have to. Like, um, who would be that? Well, probably the funny thing is it's probably Redmond. Yeah. Um, but oh, it's just – I'm. I'm very intrigued by the matchups. It's one of those things, you know, when um, especially in the commentary box, and they sit there and they're like, "Oh, this bloke's going to this bloke," yeah. and they sort of sit there and you talk about it. Like, it's I think it's going to be one of those. Who plays on the wing for you guys? So we got Martin and Durham as well. Versus so like Steel, Sidebottom, and Dax. Josh Dacos. Yeah, so, so you've you've got the wood on us there. I think that'd be it'd be a great matchup. That'd be a reasonable matchup. Yeah, you've but um, again, <laughs> we talk about it. It's sort of. Um, We've all talked about individual players here as well. Um, before I get into what I was just about to say, then probably another impact player, and it is a bit of a cop out, um, even though you know I know a lot about Essendon. But if Jake Stringer can actually take the game on here and have those moments, he doesn't have to go and kick six, but if he has those moments where he kicks that goal that you go, Fuck, you pull that out your ass, just those little lifting moments, I feel like it could change the game yep. um, in terms of that. But he, the, he's yeah. a barometer for you as well. Oh, when absolutely. He's up and about, you absolutely. Him, so, him and Tagoe uh, are the two barometers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Um, but to go back to what I was just about to say, sorry, was um, 
in terms of both teams, we've talked about individuals, um, how that's going to be won, but I think it will literally just come down to, um, to a degree, yes, the midfield who wins it, that's massive, but it's also how the defence is structured up to it because I don't think your forward line is as big as it usually is. No, no. Our forward line's not that big. So if the defenders can get on top of it and have that rebound like you were talking about, um, it could be a really open game. Mm. And I think I hope it, it is. That's important because both teams play quick footy. So if one of the teams attacks quick one way and it's a turnover, you can get him out the back pretty easily. Yep. Yep. So they got to be onto their defense. Jeez, it's going to be. Yeah. Yes, and then, like I said earlier, they haven't got that scoring ability out of their back fifty yet. Yeah. So that could, like Collingwood have. So that could be the I don't know the, the what do you call it the catalyst I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. It's definitely poised to be a good game. It's the first time since and I think. I'm very fucking nervous. No. <laughs> it's the first time since 2000 that both teams are in the top four. Going into Anzac Day. Yep. Yeah. So that's yeah makes it a really really. Years. Yeah, it's the last time um, we good. <laughs> I was sort of thinking the players who I think um, I've got two players who I think from Collingwood who I think will be one obviously Nick Dacos is is there's a question mark around it. Do they tag whatever. He's a fantastic player, and he could very well win the medal sort of thing. He's up in that upper echelon with, with your parishes from the other team, and, you know, those blokes who are, you know, are going to be, be odds-on favourites to probably win the medal sort of thing from both teams. But I think for a bloke this year at Collingwood who probably hasn't been in the best a whole lot um, that we're probably used to and has probably probably dropped off that maybe that 5% I might no, get criticised for that, Braden Maynard. Oh. Brazzy boy. Brazzy boy. I don't think Brazzy has been quite – his best from what we've seen in the last couple of years. No. And I think that this game will fire him up and he could be the one to sort of have a, have, have his big game for the season. Mm. Have a, you know. I agree and disagree with you. I think he hasn't been as big offensively, but you've also got Dacos there and then you've had Jeremy Howe go down. Yeah. So is he playing more of a lockdown role? Is he playing bigger than what he yeah, should? I, I don't know. I, 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 I generally don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. I feel like I just haven't seen him as much as I have in the last couple of years. I, yeah, that's fair. You know, I think on the week, what he does well is he's, you know, he's obviously he's on ball pressure and off ball pressure sort of thing. Like he's very much a physical player and really good smotherer of the ball, which is probably yeah. not a skill that we probably. But I think Collingwood had twenty to two smothers on the weekend against St Kilda, yeah. and a lot of that's bars, outrageous. It was absolutely like. Blokes were genuinely diving across the foot and not just like a touch and it sort of, you know, still goes 30 metres that way. It was smothered going back the other way with force, five or 10 metres sort of thing. So it's it's those sort of things that, you know, Brain Maynard still does very well, but I just want to see him have a game where he gets his, you know, he's 25 or 26 and really rebounds hard and, you know, maybe run through a Jake Stringer or something like that. You know, use your body and like, it's going to be a game where we're going to need to turn up early because I think whichever team is on early is probably going to win the game. Oh, 100%. It's way down early. We're if, if, if one team is down four or five goals at quarter time, like no. it's, it's going to be – I reckon heads are going to drop real <laughs> quick. Nah, I don't – I disagree with that. <laughs> I've seen it too many times. And didn't this happen last year? We were up by heaps. Yeah. And then and he just comes storming That's right. But it's – yeah, it's Anzac Different day. side this Different year. Different side. Compared to yeah, last year, true. Though. I think um, another another Collingwood player I'll just mention I think could have a good game is John Noble. He's been in some great yeah, form. Yeah. Great. 
So let's flip the script as well. <laughs> because <laughs> No, but because to be fair, there's three of you and there's one of me. Yeah. You've given a lot of Collingwood players, which is great, and you've actually given good insight. Who from Essendon do you think, because I've given um, a cop-out one in Stringer to a degree, who, who do you see as a threat to you guys to win a game? Langford and Redmond. Yeah. Just both those two. Yeah, yeah. Redmond. I like Redmond. No, yeah. I reckon Redmond's yeah. your best player, mm-hmm. most yeah. important player. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've talked about Sam Draper and Phillips a lot, but I think the blokes who are genuinely going to, regardless of win or lose, I think Langford and Redmond are both going to play well regardless. When so. I said Langford was a star and he was injured last year and we missed most of the year with his quad injury, did you scoff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still scoffing. Can't believe it. Yeah. it's he's, He literally was the year before that. Like he, Well, we, you've probably seen the thing. <laughs> I think I sent it to you. He's a leading kicking efficiency in the AFL. Yep. Didn't see that. And that's not even including goal kicking. So um, I would say I would he's say got to play forward, I think. He's got yeah, to play forward. Play forward. You've got Redmond and McGrath on the back flanks at this stage. Mm-hmm. You've got Hind, potentially he was the sub last week, who could go back there. Heppel, who needs to play back behind the ball and probably the back pocket. You can't play Langford back there again. I know he's got a great kick in that, but we need goals. You, at you, this can't, stage. you can't change what you've been doing. Yeah, but exactly. That, and that, right. but that's that's what Essendon, I feel like, have been been like the last however many years. And yeah. it's just fucked them over how many times? Oh, 100%. And Couldn't you agree. Think, more. What are you doing? Like, yeah. So I don't think Essendon going, like, just don't change it. Don't move Langford. Don't fuck around with what you've got because you're it's going, you're going well. I think Redmond, I agree. I think Redmond's your best player. Besides, who is it? Merritt? Yeah. Obviously, he's out. Um, who else could go well? Obviously, low hanging fruit stringer. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm really big on Phillips. I reckon he's he will be huge for you this week. I yeah. Sorry, my other one is probably Nick Martin. Yeah, yeah, yep. He's this is a kind of game for him too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just before we move on from the players, because Hicksy's got a couple of little things he wants to bring up. Uh, yeah. Little little gifts or whatever you want to call it. I think I won't be wearing Props. that. That's for sure. <laughs> but. Um, I've completely forgotten about what I was about to say just then. Oh, what was that? Setterfield, I think, as well, will go to Dugowie. Oh, you will go to Dugowie. Yep. You were going to think I was going to say Mitchell. I thought he was going to go to Dacos maybe and run, nah. run around with him. Setterfield will go to Dugowie and try and nullify him, especially early. Good luck. I think. And he's had a f- – he's another one. He's sort of like Liam Stocker again from Carlton. Mm. But one of those folks, you're like, what? Yeah. Where does he come from? Good, a good system. Yeah, exactly right. So, Word of the day system. It is. Fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I love it. All right. So Hicksy's going to show us a new system here with uh, what he has got. So want to give us a bit of a rundown? Well, I just thought there was too much Essen shit in here, so I want to um, mix it up a bit. So I bought some pie stuff in for good luck. Love it. There's literally only a pie thing in here. but I was looking for that the other day. Anyway, uh, I'll talk you through them. So I've got a steel side bottom training top, uh, all black. Looks pretty sick. Um, This one is... Oh, this is a VFL, white VFL. Did you play that game or? Uh, no, I was injured. <laughs> and my favourite one, <clears throat> Either. number 39, you'd think it'd be Heath Shaw, no. Benny Crocker. Benny oh. <laughs> Stickers. Stickers. We love the man. <laughs> so um, just thought I'd bring them in and um, love it. Yeah, a bit of good luck. Bit for, of story time behind the stickers one? Uh, it was, eBay? He was my favourite player, actually, and 
Um, Genuinely was. Too. He was. Yep. It was yeah. embarrassing. Had high hopes. <laughs> He's dominating the VFL at the moment, so we might need him. But He's actually been real yeah. good in the VFL. He keeps, yeah. He's just one of those bags. fringe players like yeah, Bryce right. that couldn't make it in the ones. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. So, um, any other takes before we get into, obviously, the predictions? No wet weather, I don't think. It's going to be pretty dry, yeah, so it should be, yeah, not. it's going nah. to be good weather, which will make for an exciting. Well, Hopefully, think if it's wet, I think Essendon will do us. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, I've just yep. got a feeling. Yep. Essendon will, I don't know why, I just feel like it will. Oh, I, mean, well, I hope it's, and see what I can do. Hopefully, it's nice and dry, and hopefully both Rain teams hands. get pushed that 100 mark as well. Yeah, just love a shootout. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. I don't think it will be. I don't think so. Missing forwards. It'll, It'll just be a good up. game. Yeah, look at the St. Kilda game. St. Kilda Collingwood, both missing forwards, missing tools. Who knows? Yeah. Both good defences. Ian Hill might kick 10. Ian. 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 The old Roberto. <laughs> Righto. All right. Predict it. We're going with the uh, all-time favourite for real punters out there. First goal scorer. Ooh. Josh Thomas. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Josh Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry, that's an inside joke, guys. Um, all right. First goal scorer. Has anyone got anything? Oh, I'm going to go Jack Crisp. Oh. Actually, thinking about saying him. Well, we can if you want. Uh, I won't. Well, yeah, I'll go Jack Crisp for uh, the Pies and for Essendon. I will go. He's double dipping. Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? I'm, oh, just, I'm happy to do that. No, double dip. What? Double dip. Double dip. Well, I was just going to ha- say one of the, after the other. No, um, go for it. You're right. And for Essendon, I'm going to go. I'll go Martin. Nice. Nick Martin, yep. I'll go Jack Ginevan. First goal. Wait, which we haven't spoken that about yet. Will set the crowd <laughs> off just to get us going. The just boys. another bloke that took to stardom 100%. on Anzac Day. Yep, Parish the year before, yeah. two years ago. And Essendon, I'm going to say probably the equal to Jack Ginnivan. We'll get the crowd going. Sam Draper. Oh, I don't. If he kicks, yeah, first that'd be goal. huge. <laughs> if either of them kick the first goal, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> MCG will. Collapse. Draper will do that fucking chest pump thing. There yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get the fucking run yard. Drew Petrie. Um, yeah. I, Break the tank. First goal for Pies, I'm going to say Jordan Degoe. Um And first goal for Essendon, I am going to say Jake Stringer. Ooh, nice. First goal for Collingwood is going to be Will Hoskin Elliott. Just I'll a, tell you right now, it is not. <laughs> hey. Actually, now I'm going to put money on that because it probably will be now you've said it somewhere. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we're paying $26 to do it. <laughs> Someone look this up while I'm talking. <laughs> um, and the first goal scorer for Essendon will be Archie Perkins. Yeah, I was, was Archie? Yeah. Who? Okay. Archer. Very good player. Thank okay. Um, we'll say oh, you can't do the Enzo Day medal first. It's probably more than likely a giveaway. Um Give us a rundown on the game, how you see it's going to play, and then the margin, Hixie. Uh, umpire will bounce the ball, go ball, go up. Um, Sam Drake will get the first tap. They'll probably fuck the bounce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. bring it back. Just ball. Has there been a lot of that lately? Oh, yeah. Or is it just me? Tell, you, tell you what as well, which is bullshit. It takes seconds off the clock. It does. Yeah. So say there's eight seconds to go in a game. And they stuff like eight of them out. Yeah, or like say seconds. they stuff one of them up, that's four seconds gone. Yep. I agree. Could rig it. Couldn't agree more. I feel like, but this year, I feel like they've been stuffing up a lot more. Because oh, I, 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 reckon, I reckon the umpires have got a little cult going. And they yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Just keep fucking it up and they'll or, eventually change it. Or they just, <laughs> or they just suck at doing it. So, so anyway, um, yeah. So I think, I think um, it'll be a close game all game. I think Essendon will go into the last quarter in front, and then I think Geordie to go have nearly ten touches, two goals, and yeah, he'll 
Win the Anzac Day medal, yeah. Very good. I like Margin? Uh, oh, I say nine points. Ooh. Yep. Jeez. I Jeez, I wonder who you boys are going to tip. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going for Collingwood. So I think it'll be an even first quarter. I think there'll be four or five goals each in the first quarter. And then I think it'll slow down Shoot the second up. quarter. Collingwood to push out like they did in the third quarter last week against St Kilda by like maybe two goals. Essendon to peg them back in the first half of the last quarter and Collingwood to kick a couple of late ones and win by like 10 or 12 points. Gee whiz. Jeez, if you boys are, re- are writing the script, it's uh, pretty good so far, except for the end result, of course. <laughs> what a game. Um, I'm going to go a little bit different and back in me pies, boys. I reckon we'll be just leading at halftime and then we absolutely polyers in the last half and win by 35 points. Oof. Yeah, floodgates. Something different. Shit. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I'll just say this. Will Hoskin Elliott, you cannot get on for first goal scorer. <laughs> Any other listed player. <laughs> cash in, cash in. You can get on Ash Johnson. AJ Bucks. Mm. 15 bucks. Who's the favourite? Brady Mychek, Jamie Elliott, and Jake Stringer and Sam Wiedemann. Yeah, yeah he's back in. Sorry. So, um, well, to be honest with you, I'm just going to say this in the quickest time possible. I do think I will win. But uh, I'm going to go with Essendon for the storyline of what it is because it's a three-on-one type setup. But um, I think Collingwood actually get off to a great start. I think they kick three of the first four goals. And then from there, I think it's just the old typical ebbs and flows, maybe a bunch of goals, heaps each side, a bit of momentum with the swing and then, um, I think Essendon kick away late to a 19-point win. Oof. Oof. So, um, yeah. and my Anzac Day medalist will be Kyle Langford. Langford. Definitely right up there. So, yeah. But in all seriousness, I'm calling it the favourites for the reason, and I think they should get the job done, but it all gets thrown out on Anzac God, Day. the lid will be off with you if they <laughs> don't, though. <laughs> I'm leaving the inbox yeah. if we lose. I'm leaving the body. Sure. <laughs> My head's starting to do like this bit of a rattle at the moment. It's like, it's like a kettle. Unbelievable. I'll walk around at work like this. Oh, I'll have to drive a convertible to work because I won't be able to fit my head in the car. I'll tell you right now. I'll say, Renee, we're taking the roof off the joint. But um, um, little hot tip, I reckon they'll break the attendance record. What is – oh, no. It is in for regular season or just – No, for Anzac Day. Yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think they had 120,000 at the first one. So, geez, it'd be good if they could do that. But we have a quiz. Of yeah, we're, we're gonna give our, oh, Anzac Day medal as well. Yeah, you just gave yours. I gave mine. Just, Cole Langford. Bobbed us off. Oh, apologies. You I'm arrogant. Sorry. Go on. Anzac Day medal. Oh, uh, Jordan Degoe. Yeah, he gave his. I'm going to go maybe a little bit – well, the low-hanging fruit's Nick Dacos, but I'm going to go <laughs> – Got to take it. I'm going to go Brody Mychek. Hmm. I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit, Nick Dacos. <laughs> It's probably fair though. Like Nick Dagos, or probably for Essence's point of view, is probably Darcy Parrish. Like it's, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's, yeah, it's the way that the metal rolls. So very good. Alrighty, straight into the quiz. You need nine? Is it nine questions? No, I've changed one. Ooh, yeah. Nice. So uh, this is an Anzac Day quiz. All that oh. Anzac Day. <laughs> I'm no good with this shit. Question <laughs> one: Point to point. Name your buzzer. Name your buzzer. Point to point. Yeah, point, right to point. Okay. No bonus points unless I give them out. 
And then what's that worth? A point. Yeah, it's sweet. And how much is that point? <laughs> All right, let's get into it. It's been a long night. Let's give me one question. Question one. Severio Rocker kicked how many goals? Liam. Eight. Incorrect. Corey. Seven. Incorrect. Jack, six. Incorrect. Go on, read it out. It was nine. Whew. In the first game, which was a draw if you were listening earlier. Very good. Uh, fans are on one. The rest are on zero. Which team has won the most Anzac Day games? Liam. Yeah. Collingwood. Correct. Low-hanging fruit again. Just buzz in, boys, and have your stab. Do you have the yes? That's the Yeah, I, I know. I'm do- I, can I have a guess for you can points? Have, just, everyone just have for a guess. No, not for points. 14 wins for Collingwood. I'm already losing track of this. And 12 wins for Essendon. No. It's way There's off. a draw in there. Yeah, it's 14, <laughs> say, 14, 11, and 1, I think. No, that still doesn't add up. No. I'm going to say 15, 12, 1. No. It might be even no, more no, your way. 14, 12, 1. Sorry. No. Oh, okay. All right. Because we haven't played this. Corey. Time. I knew there was a 14, 13, 1. No. That's not right. No, 16, no. 1, 10. Ooh. What? That's a pause. Show pause. Yeah. Smoking. All right. Sands on one, Liam's on one, rest are on zero. Question three. Which Collingwood player is the only player to have won the Anzac Day medal in a losing game? Liam. Nathan Buckley. No. Jack. Scott Penelry. No. Losing. It's a tough one. I'll go again. Jack. Can I go again or do you have to go, Corey? Let Corey Let go. Corey go. Let Corey go. Yeah, yeah. He sucks. Let's two guys out. This one. Yep. Good. Yeah. Jesus. Um, I've got no idea. Chris Tarrant. Correct. Oh! <laughs> I didn't even know you won one, to be honest. Uh, I was going to go Swanee next. Liam, Corey, fans on one. The rest are on zero. The rest. <laughs> what do you do? Kick a bag. Must have. Must have. Must have kicked like seven or something. Or he could have been in defense at the time. That was after he went for a... Defenders don't win it. No. No, facts. All right, that is question four. Which player has played in the most Anzac Day games? Liam. Scott Pendlebury. No. Jack. Jason Johnson. No. It's a good guess, I thought. I was very close there. I know I am. I can kick yourself. I know. I know. I know. Shut the door. When you're ready, Corker. All right. right. Corey. Um, fuck, you know. Um, sorry much editing. I oh, know. I'm sorry. Um, oh, just going to another stab in the dark. Um, James Hurd. No. Liam. Yes. Dustin Fletcher. Correct. Oh, yes. 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 Well, yes. Well, yes. Yeah, got it. He's playing in 18. 18? 18. That's phenomenal. That's so obvious, too. Yeah, he's in that. That's That's more games than penals. Yeah, exactly. Has to be someone who's played a shitload of games. Yeah, that's great. Liam's on two, Corey and the fans one, and the rest are on zero. Question five. Who has the most disposals in Anzac Day history for both teams? So this is like... So one for S and one for Collingwood. Yeah, all up. So total, Not just in total one disposal. game. Total. So. Both teams. Total. Yeah, Corey. Um, I'm going to have to say, I'll have to say Scott Pendlebury. That is one of them. Yes, yeah, so we'll give you a point. 
didn't get the SM. Oh, so you're going to get two teams. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Right, okay. Do I get to go keep going? Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. Um, and I'll say, fuck, James Hurd. No. No. So I'll go. Player. Bit of a left field one, Brent Stanton. He's correct. I was going to Thought of him, I'm yeah. like, nah, surely. Correct. Finally, I'm on the board. Yes. Yeah. I actually so, thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, two, 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 one, one. Yes. All right. Yeah. And one for the fans. Yeah, two, two, one, one. That was a good get. I'm ready to have that. Oh, who's on? Oh, you're on two. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Correct. I am on two. Yeah. Question six. Which player has kicked the most goals in Anzac Day games total? Liam. Most goals. Um... Matthew Lloyd. Correct. Oh, that's hey. going to be my guess. But Big dog. you all just want to have a guess for no points. How many? Yeah, I'll have How a many guess. did he play, do you know? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with 26. <laughs> no. That go, was actually in my head. I'm going to go with 33. No. So I'm going to guess he's probably played. How long did he play? Probably for? played 12. I, yeah. be, I was going to say like 14 or something hmm. like that, maybe. I'll say like 34. 36 it was. Yeah. No points. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it, right. God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 3, 2, 1, 1. 3, 2, 1, 1. Who's laid in land? Torridge. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Question seven. Which two players have won the most Anzac Jack. Day medals with three? James Hurd, Scott Penry. Correct. Is that double points? No. Nah, fuck yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. 3, 2, 2, 1. 3, 2, 2, 1. Which four teams? Who's the played, one the fans? Sorry, continue. Which four teams have played on Anzac Day overseas in New Zealand? Jack, St Kilda, Carlton, and I'm going to go with GWS. Is that correct, Corey? Is he half right? Or I'm half right with one of them. Yeah, you have half. Yeah, give him half a point because he got half of them because there's four of them. I'll go with, we get to go again. I'll go so. with Melbourne Richmond. No, huh? no. Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I got it wrong too. I'll go um Western Bulldogs Hawks. No. I'm gonna go with Port Adelaide. And oh, Shanghai. Port <laughs> No, but they, there's a player that's played in like multiple continents. So it's definitely I think Dustin it is Port Westland. Adelaide. It's Port Adelaide and Brisbane. Not Port Adelaide, but it is Brisbane. Oh, so you can have three quarters of a point. I'll take it. I'll take it at this Does stage. Nothing for half a point. I'll so take it. The other it. team was Sydney. Oh, yeah. I had Sydney earlier. Yeah. Does that count? What? Didn't I say Sydney? No, no. Sydney right no. Yeah, he said. Oh, same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, uh, right. Three, two, two, and three quarters and one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question eight: How old was Mark McGough when he won the Anzac Jack, Day medal? Seventeen. Correct. Three. He's come home with three the and three quarters. Sale. Three, two, and one. Done nothing since, by the way. But continue. Last question. Worth five points. <laughs> <laughs> Who kicked the ball to David David Zahakis? Adam Ramanaskis. No. <gasps> when he kicked the sealer in two thousand nine. Can I go again? Joe Watson. No. Oh, Liam. Brent Stan. No. <laughs> Jack, Nathan Lovett Murray. Correct. It was Nathan Lovett Murray. And the winner on eight and three quarter points. <laughs> Nearly nine and three quarters platform. Well done, Jack. Woo! Uh, 
I'd like to thank Essendon for winning on Tuesday coming up. Um, uh, Anzac Day is a great day. Um, mm. We're all looking forward to it. I don't know if what we're are we be, all doing for. I was just about to say I don't know if we're going to be watching it together. Yeah. I'm playing golf in the morning. See you, man. Invite in the morning with um, the Rubner boys. Yeah, it's a, oh yeah, sick boy. Uh, and yeah. four bikes. So. Well, we might. I don't know if he's got plans. We might have to we watch it. Balsabay, Balsabay. Yeah, we might have to go to Balsivos and Co. No, we'll and just watch come it. to Jack's place, even though yeah. it smells funny. Yeah, <laughs> the cat. Anyway, <laughs> this is uh, this has been a long pod. Dark outside. We've just done two episodes. Yeah, but no, good luck to both sides on the weekend. Can't wait for to see it, and it's for a good occasion. So, sure they're listening. Good luck to the cats, Corker. Yes, go cats, go cats, 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 and uh, Dookie Power. Where are you? Thunder, mate. Are you the Thunder? The Thunderdome. The OKC. They are rocked up. Who's playing? We're playing Merrigan. Oh, that's an easy dub, isn't it? Oh, I'm in. So yes. Um, it's in gonna the be <laughs> I'm in, so yes. <laughs> All right, boys. Great episode. Um, thanks for joining in again, and uh, good to be back. Actually, it's been a while. That's been. Go like, share, subscribe. Go pies. See you, mate. Oh. Oh.